affirm. It's kind of a funny word. I was a little bit reluctant to use it. But I looked it up and it meant all the things I wanted to talk about. It meant saying something in a confident way. It meant expressing a strong belief. And it meant agreeing with a judgment. And all of those are what I want to talk about today. I'm Linda Ferguson from NLP Canada Training. I've been working on some programs to help people connect and communicate better, particularly as we go through this holiday season, which is also a big transition into a new season and a new year. As I was working on a program to help people affirm other people's power to make choices, to stand with a friend or a colleague who is stuck or conflicted and simply show up in that conversation in a way that made the other person walk away, not maybe confident about their choice, but confident that they had the ability to make a choice, that choices exist for them and that they can choose and maybe choose again. It's kind of a manager's dream to have people come and talk to you and walk away ready to look after their own stuff. It's also kind of a parent's dream because your teenagers and your 30-somethings and your 50-somethings, yeah, all of them, aren't really going to just Listen to your wisdom and do as you say. You know they're going to be out there making choices and you want them to feel not, as I said, confident always that they're making the right choice because that's not realistic, but confident that they have the ability to identify and make choices. And this is really also everything a coach does. Any coach, any life coach, any business coach really sits with a client and if they're good, they help that client notice that there are choices all around them and that they have the strengths and the resources and the abilities they need to make a choice, to take a step into the future and to know that they can make new choices if that becomes necessary. So really quickly, here are three things that you can be doing during this season if there are people around you who just either you wish they'd make a different choice because they're driving you a little nuts, or what really gets to you is they don't know how to make a choice and they're afraid that they're not capable. And you want to show up for them in a way that doesn't take over their choice, but affirms their power to choose. So the first thing you need to do is this strange, amazing thing that human beings do. We connect with another human being, we get in sync with them, and yet we can also hold an intention so that part of us is separate from that engagement, that shared state we get into when we are in rapport and connected with somebody else. 
And that intention somehow almost magically seems to direct us so that although we feel that we are in flow with another person, we are also directing that flow because we have a result in mind. Now, that is crazy hard to talk about. It's hard to talk about because language likes it to be one thing or another. Either you're in rapport and you are connected and you are feeling what they are feeling as they are feeling it. Or you're separate from that rapport. You're maybe manipulating them or pretending to be in rapport. But really, you have a goal. You are steering them in a direction. Fortunately, we do not live by conscious mind alone, but by all of the wonderful processing that happens in our brains and bodies, in our neurology. That's where the neuro in neuro-linguistic programming comes from. And so our brain can easily access a pattern for connection and a pattern for intention and access them at the same time so that it interweaves seamlessly. If you want to bring the best out in people, you have to decide that. That has to be your choice. It has to be your choice before the conversation and it has to be your choice over and over again throughout a conversation when you get distracted by different states, different stories. Now, as you are in this connection where you have rapport, you're matching and mirroring, you're moving together, your voices are starting to sync up. You have to have something to talk about. And if you want somebody else to walk away from your conversation more ready to own their choices, then here are three things you can talk about. Once you know what the situation is where choice is necessary, once that has come into the conversation, you want to know, when else have you experienced something like this? And they say, never. And you say, not any part of it? And they say, well, this part. I've experienced and maybe that one time and once I had a feeling like this and it doesn't really matter what they say as long as you can see that the wheels are turning back there that the situation which seems unsolvable when it is a once in a lifetime situation seems more likely to be manageable when it is one of a series of events, some of which have already happened. Another thing you can explore is who else might have a perspective on this? Who else might know something about how to handle this? And what you're fishing here for is not so much the role models you could give them if only they would listen. But what you're trying to do is to tweak in them a sense that they have already paid attention to how to make choices in this kind of difficult situation. 
that while they haven't maybe experienced it themselves, they have experienced watching another human being who is going through some sort of situation that in some way is similar to their situation. And the more they tell you about how that other person would handle it, the more they are giving themselves access to something they've already observed and stored but maybe hadn't reached for until they talked to you. And your job is just to listen and be curious because your curiosity and your attention will be irresistible. And this will make the other person dig in just a little harder, reach just a little farther for who else has had this kind of an experience. And at some point after you've been talking, you need to find a way to ask, okay, so now you've been thinking about it a bit. What else do you notice that you didn't notice before? What's new now about this situation? What's new about how you see yourself in this situation? What news do you have about your own situation? And there are so many different ways that you could ask, yeah, oh, wait a minute, I don't think you said that before. Is that, is that new? New is powerful. Because when somebody has thought about something over and over, because that's how we get stuck, we think about something over and over. When somebody's thought about something like that over and over, they become convinced they know everything there is to know about their own situation. And when after talking to you for just a few minutes, they discover that's something I wasn't thinking about. That's something I hadn't considered. That's something I can notice now I've looked at it from this other perspective. Then their brain, which is a pattern-making organ, it's patterns that is the programming in neuro-linguistic programming, means your brain takes information and reuses it. And your brain says, if... In 10 minutes, I found something new. Then maybe there's other news here. Maybe there is other information that I have access to, but I've been overlooking that would help me make a choice. And so your curiosity and your belief that there is more than they have considered will lead the person you are talking with to begin to feel there is more possibility in this situation than they had thought. And now it's time for you to affirm. And people tend to want to do this by making an affirmation statement, like, I know you've got this. And if that's going to work, you'll know. You will feel it. And it never hurts to express confidence, but your confidence isn't necessarily their confidence. But you can ask questions like, whoa, now that you've thought about it that way, what would you need to come to a choice? Have you ever had 
the kind of confidence, the kind of strength, the kind of analytical ability, the kind of courage that you'd need now? If you do have that, what, what does that change? What difference does it make if you are braver, smarter, if you have more resources, if you have more support? What does that change for you and in you? And you will find that because you have skipped the step of wondering if they have enough and you have gone straight to when you have enough, what does that change? They'll go there with you. And once they've been there, it's really hard to back off from that because once you've imagined yourself having what you need to make a good choice, that kind of gets stuck in your head too. See, that pattern making of the brain is really handy. We don't like it much when it gets us stuck, but we kind of like it when it gets us stuck on an idea that is grounded in truth, that we have more experiences than we had in mind a moment ago, that we have had more strengths, more courage, more flexibility, more smarts, in our life than we had in mind a moment ago. That we have more connections with other people that inspire us, that give us good examples, that make us feel like we can do something, that make us feel like we're not alone. Because human beings, we're tribal. We are social creatures, right down to the wiring in our brains. And feeling connected feels good. So that's the secret to my coaching. It's the secret to the set of skills I teach in my NLP classes. They're all about connecting with somebody in a way that opens up new perspectives and possibilities and then allows them to imagine following one or more of those possibilities. Imagine having the power to make a different choice and move on a different path. Three steps, you got this. And if you don't, come and play with us at NLP Canada Training. We have free courses every month and we have certifications that will make you part of a club of some of the most interesting, clever, brave people you will ever meet. I hope we'll see you soon.